think I made more mistakes in my career and life overall as when I made my first million dollars. These are pretty embarrassing. These are pretty funny, which is really the entire point of this channel is laughing at how stupid I am so you can be less stupid in your life and career. But I want to share these with you because these are going to happen in any income level, not just your first million dollars. If you are making your first million dollars, you should be doubly aware if that's the direction you want to go. You should... You should open this video up, put it at max screen, and then blare it as loud as you can in your house because you need to listen to this. But this really happens at any level of income. And there's no greater time where stupidity comes out than when you start making money. And so what you need to do is the second money starts to come in from your business or you get a really good job and you start making a lot of money, you need to put on stupidity finding goggles like, I don't have a metaphor, but this guy. And you need to be looking for this like a hawk. And I'm going to help you do this in that video. Now, before we begin, you're welcome. You're welcome. I am gracing you with my presence yet again. I am the world's number one ranked, most woke, empty house business guy on YouTube. So before we even begin, be sure to smash that like button and hit that subscribe button. Because as you know, as the most woke, empty house business guy on YouTube, everything that comes out of my mouth, it's, it's f***ing gold. I, I, don't, I don't know what else to say. So help yourself out there. Now, jokes aside, and, and before we get past the jokes, just if you want to entertain yourself, skim through the comments. There's going to be tons of people that turn off the video right at that point, and they're going to start debating whether I am actually a woke person and a true minimalist. I don't know what I am, but here's what I am. Stupid. All right, so let's talk about how I've been stupid in the past. So when I first made my first million dollars, I'm just going to go into the top five things that you should not do because this is what everybody does. This is what everybody does. So the first thing that happens when most people make their first million dollars is they look at Elon Musk. And they say, dude, all right, so I just made a million dollars. I'm obviously super smart. What should I do? Okay, I should open like five different companies because Elon Musk has five different companies. And Elon Musk is like a cool space, space business guy. And as a woke business guy myself, I should emulate the next level, which is woke space business guy. And it doesn't work out. Look, you must understand when you made your first million dollars, you were still very, very stupid. In fact, you were stupider than before you made a million dollars because at least before you made a million dollars, you were aware of your stupidity. After you've made a million dollars, you're not aware of your stupidity. In fact, you're probably, the, you, you're probably the most successful person you know. And so you compare that with being the smartest and wisest person you know. It's not a good idea. The first thing you should do is make sure to stay in your lane and stay with what you know because your skill set is still baby level and you probably got a little bit lucky. You probably got a little bit lucky and so you need to keep it stable and you don't want to introduce complexity because complexity, if you notice, a lot of businesses go up and then they go down. There's a, there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that and they don't go down willingly. It's not like someone stops working on the business. It's because something happens up here. It's usually complexity. It's usually not serving the customer well anymore because things got a little bit too wow. Alright, so that's usually why. Stay in your lane. Don't, don't go and launch another business. Don't go and hop into another niche. Just stay the course in what you're doing right now. I guarantee it's going to work out so much better for you. And the reason why you want to do this, good sir, is you need to realize this. Your first business, or the first way you make your million dollars, is not going to be the last thing you probably do in entrepreneurship. You are going to be doing this for 30, 40 years. I mean, look at Trump. Regardless of your feelings of Trump, the guy's like 72, still going after it. Look at Warren Buffett, still going after it. Look at Elon Musk. He started like eight businesses this year. He's probably going to be at like 120 different businesses by the time he's like 55. And, and then he's just going to jump off a bridge because he's gone insane. That's what you need to realize. You have a long, long road ahead of you. And so 
what you need to be planning for is your next business. Because when you start a new business, it's an all-in kind of thing. You're not going to be able to like poke at it like a dead body with a stick and then like eventually comes alive. You, you're going to have to go all-in. What you need to do is with the money that you're making right now, stash it away. Not because you're going to be some frugal monk and go live and be a super woke, empty house business guy like myself that takes far more discipline than you could ever hope to achieve ever hope to achieve. But there is a second layer of that, which is being a smart person financially. So what you want to do is you want to start saving up this hoard of cash you have before you need it for your next business. Because you're going to be working on your business one day, your first business, and you're going to be like, this is, this is boring as shit. I did this originally to build a cash flow business. It was fun at first, but it's not fun anymore. I have enough money. I don't have to do this. That's when you can go and say, what type of business do I want to work on? Because you're only going to be good at a business that you really enjoy and love working on. And sometimes those businesses don't make money up front. In fact, most of the time, if they think about the customer first and you're focused on the proc first, they don't make money for a long time. Iris, for example, didn't make money for like a year. It's just pff, money being on fire. But I cash flow businesses to fund that business. You want to be in the same exact position. And while you're waiting for that vision quest to hit you in your sleep to tell you what your next business is going to be, there are so many bad examples of how to, how to entrepreneur it up on the internet. The most wrong by far is expand, expand, expand. No, what you need to do is, is once you've made your first business and it's working, you need to look back because I guarantee you there's a trail of devastation behind you. There's just, there's a trail of bodies and people saying, wait, and there's houses on fire and like, the foundation of everything you've built is built on a foundation of worms, putty glue, and macaroni and cheese. I guarantee it. There's no way you built your business correctly or solidly the first time around. So what you need to start doing is saying, whoa, 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 whoa. All right, we got to this point right here. Let's, let's not focus on making more money right now. Let's go back and actually refine all the systems we have. Let's go and make sure everything is super turnkey and super solid. Let's make sure all the accounting and everything is set up. Let's make this sure the staff is properly trained. Let's make sure everything in the business runs like a properly well-balanced machine. Because what happens is when most entrepreneurs build their first business, they get to this point right here and then it collapses. And it's because this machine right here cannot support the system. It becomes too heavy to even get back to the point it was before and it just falls apart. Once you piss off with the customers, once your systems are a mess, it's not going to work. So look behind you for a second and don't go, it's time to expand and hire 10 different staff and start making Facebook posts. No, 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 no. Calm down. Calm down. What you need to do is pause and spend a few months refining your system so that your business is a nice, solid brick. Just a nice, boring brick. And a brick doesn't have any drag, so you can throw it through the air. You can get on top of your roof and throw it down the street, peg some kid probably getting a lot of trouble. Don't do that. But what you need to do is realize that your business right now is probably like one of those paper mache plates that you used to play with in grade school. If you throw that down the street, it's just going to blow over your head. You need something you can throw. So do that because you're probably going to miss out on being able to sell your business and exit if you don't do this correctly. That's one thing you need to be focused on right now because when you want to start your next business, you probably are going to want to make some money or make some extra money from exiting your first business. Build it like a solid brick the first time because you can't go back and build it once you start scaling and you've hired all these people and all these other things. And while you're doing that, what you need to do is you need to find and hire your opposites. Look, you don't understand how incredibly dumb you are. Trust me, like you don't understand how incredibly dumb you are. And so what you need to do, and that's not you, this is me. I'm talking about this. If you haven't noticed in these videos, I'm referencing my mistakes. So 
as the world's number one most woke businessman, you know, I, I, obviously that's a joke. This video is really about how stupid I've been and to help you avoid being stupid. So don't sit here with me. So don't sit here imagining me on some, some soapbox telling you about how holier than thou I am. It's not the case right here. When you first make your first million dollars, you're probably going to think you're pretty smart. And you're not going to, like, listen to criticism because everyone's so damn dumb, you know? Like, what do you know? I'm a millionaire. So you're not going to like different brain types than you. I used to get driven up a wall by people that would check my grammar and were super numbers-oriented and super tight, tedious, small detail. I'm like, dude, I'm a big picture, man. I'm constantly moving forward. 10x, 10x, 10x. Yeah, that's, that's stupid, okay? What you need to do is you need to look around and say, all right, what type of brain type am I? How do I think? I'm a very reckless creator. I'm an idea guy. So, for example, I'm more like a, a Steve Jobs. Now, I'm not comparing myself like, oh, I'm like Steve Jobs. But he was a creator, and he's really good at like, seeing visions, but he was really bad at like, managing and, and doing all the, like, the smaller parts of the business. I can see the big picture really well. I can see the vision of a company really well. I can come up with new ideas and communicate them really well. I am not good at the small, tedious task of business. I'm not good at management. I'm not good at a lot of things. And so one thing that my business suffered from for the longest time is there was no one in the business that was good at those things. And trust me, your brain type is like one of five different ways you can behave as a person. And there's probably more to it than that. I'm just grossly summarizing it right here. That being said, you need to have all these brain types in a business or it's gonna be a total mess. I can only really create. I can, I can lead well. I can see a vision. I can put it together and make it clear for other people to build. But when it comes to actual, but when it comes to actual brick and stone application, like payroll, making sure people are showing up on time for their shift, making sure the systems of the business are well running, I'm not very great at that. So my COO at my company now is completely different to me. And he disagrees with me on almost everything. You need to have tons of different people in your business that think very differently than you and will tell you what an idiot you're being most of the time. Because when it comes to creating and product design, I'm, I'm pretty damn good at it. I'm usually gonna be right in our debates. When it comes to other things, I'm usually gonna be wrong. You need to realize that in your business because you're gonna have a business full of yes men otherwise and that's not going to work. And on top of that, what you need to do is you need to fire all your bozos. Look, when you first start your business, you're gonna have a bunch of wingding customer support, you're gonna have a bunch of wingding partners, you're gonna have a bunch of bozos. Look at all your, your, your team and realize they're probably bozos, just get rid of them. You need to find top tier people that wanna be there, that will show up and work 12 hours a day without pay. I'm not saying without pay, but I'm saying like people that really want to be there. They really love the business. They really love the business and the vision. And it's going to be really hard to do that with your first business because the vision behind it is usually pretty lame. The cooler your business is, the cooler the type of people that want to work for it usually are. That's, that's another cool lesson right there. But look at your bozos and then get really serious because you can do so much more damage with five really well-trained, smart people that really want to be at the business than you can with 25 people that are a bunch of bozos. And that's usually what first-time business owners swing towards. They swing towards the bozos. So don't, don't do that. Be very aware you're going to do that and just don't do it. You're usually going to have turds all around you after you have your first million dollars come in. And then finally, I didn't really have this problem because throughout my life, when I was in the military, I was pretty broke and I had to make money pretty slowly. And throughout most of my life, my dad was a guy that would take you to Chuck E. Cheese and like buy the $1.99 pizza and watch you look at the, the arcade machines longingly and be like, money doesn't grow on trees. Where are you going to get money to pay for? I'm like, dad, I didn't even ask to play the arcade machine. Okay. So uh, luckily I, I grew up pretty frugal with this lesson, but I see so many people do this 
And one of the themes of my last videos is I noticed this creeping into my life and it freaked me out. Do not get lifestyle business locked. This is where you build a business that's too recklessly built and in cost efficient that it becomes this machine that needs more and more money to be built. Or you create a lifestyle that locks you into your current business. Well, let me explain. So if you build a business inefficiently, you're going to end up spending so much more money than you need to to keep the business going. And then what happens at that point is you can't stop the business. It becomes this machine that will eat you if you stop it. It just has too many moving parts to it. You can't just stop it. You have to understand that with business. You can't just stop it. That's why when I talked about in the beginning, stick in your lane, this past year I've been reducing and reducing and reducing my businesses. It took me literally a year to shut down all my businesses that I didn't want to work on. You can't just go and turn off a business. And now it's amazing because... I'm making almost more profit than ever just with two products, just two products. It's so simple. I have two funnels. I have two products. It's, it's really cool. It's, it's pretty damn cool. And that also being said, that's why you want to keep your businesses lean and mean and have as few of them as possible. One, primarily, you just want to have one. Because then if you could sell one product, you can really focus on that product, maximize it. And then when you want to make another business, it's a very easy transition. Or it's very easy to sell the business because it's a brick and people buy bricks. They don't buy paper mache plates that explode in the wind and get pasta everywhere. They buy bricks. It's a lot easier to build a brick if the only thing you're focusing on is the brick. And you'll get trapped with a business that can get way too costly because what a lot of people do is they get to a point where they're really scaled up and then they start hiring bozo after bozo after bozo. And then you have, you know, 200 employees and this massive overhead and then suddenly, oops, the things, you don't want to work on this business anymore and you can't stop. You get locked into it. Don't do that. Don't do that. The next thing, of course, is getting lifestyle locked and this happens a ton of times with people to make their first million because what happens most of the time, people make their first million, they maybe have a good year after that and then they don't make that much money that the, the third year because the thing that they got lucky on doesn't get refined and then it kind of like just slowly collapses because the thing that they got lucky on the first time and I'm, I'm telling you this, getting your first business success, there's a lot of luck involved. You got to be in the right niche, right place, right skills, right time. Now, the advantage is if you work a lot and you bust your butt, you're going to maximize your chances of getting lucky. But there's going to be some luck involved. And you have to realize when you get to your first million, it's not because you're the smartest guy in the room. There's a lot of people much smarter than you. What you need to realize is you probably got a little bit lucky and you need to go and refine this thing and earn it so you can keep it. Keeping it stable like this for a long time is going to take a lot of investment and discipline. What's going to happen is if you start focusing on your lifestyle more like everybody, go, go to any marketing conference. You're going to see people with diamond watches, buying tables, all fat and unhealthy. It's, it's like, I know exactly where you're going to be in three, five years. Because what's happening is they're stuck in what they're building right then. They can't switch businesses. They can't make smart moves because so much of the business is being taken out to pay for their lifestyle. Okay, that, that, that's what you're going to see. That's why you, when you go to these marketing conferences, you're going to see a lot of millionaires, five millionaires, people making 10 million, years, 10 million a year and bragging about it. Okay, cool, that, those are good numbers. But that's why when you go to SaaS events or software events, you're going to see people that have been sleeping on mattresses for the last 10 years and they're billionaires. Why? Because they're not lifestyle locked. And then there's one other bonus tip. Stop comparing yourself to normal people. You shouldn't compare yourself to other people that are way up here, but you need to stop thinking that you've won the game and that you're really smart. That's really the whole theme of this video. When you make your first million dollars, stop, look back, and say, how, how have I been stupid? Because that's exactly what you want to do. And one thing that you're going to do is you're going to compare yourself to your friends and your immediate network, and you're probably going to be the most successful person you know, 
And that's really dangerous because usually these people, your friends, most people don't make a million dollars in a year or whatever. And so you're going to think you're way smarter than you actually are. And the most dangerous thing you can ever do is think you're way smarter than you actually are. And so one of the best ways to counter the stupidity is to listen to people that are five years, ten years ahead of you. Maybe in a year ahead of you. And what you want to then do is ask them what stupid things they have done, what mistakes have they done. That's the best way you can possibly learn is learning from other people's mistakes. And then what you should do is when they talk about it, you should subscribe to their YouTube channel. Because not only is the information going to help you be less stupid, you don't want to be subscribed to the number two or number three on YouTube. You want to be subscribed to the number one. The number one most woke, empty house, very woke, has no things business guy on YouTube. And that, that is me. And you don't want to be a number two or number three because that's stupid as well. So that being said, if you like this video, go below, leave a like, be sure to subscribe, and I'll see you on Friday. That's, that's the upload schedule I think we're going to do. I've totally blown our Monday upload schedule already because I've been busy working on other stuff. But we will probably, I will certainly, most definitely, 50%, 25-ish percent chance see you on Friday. Or someday that ends with a, a Y at the end of it. I will definitely see you on one of those days. So till then, stay, uh, stay woke. This has been Becker and...